Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Hey, welcome to uh, Season 4, Episode 9 of the Kevin and Philip Project. We did not get to a Thanksgiving one early no. last week like we hoped. Um, life got in the way and, and the holiday, but uh, how was the Thanksgiving had you holiday? Made, had you made early predictions for the weekend? Would you Most things came out the way you thought they were going to come out. Had you made an early prediction? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking, too. We spent the week in Oklahoma... Um, but we spent the week sick. You might be able to tell in my Ouch. voice, I've still got a slight, Annabelle had influenza A, and I believe now Gentry and Lisa both have it, so they haven't been back to school yet. Um, been in, and that's pretty sick. The The funny thing about the sickness is, I truly believe that if it was two years ago today, they would be on complete quarantine, lockdown, the yep. whole nine yards, because they're just as sick right now as... You know, yep. it's just the way the world changed, but it's uh, it's a funny thing to me now. It's just automatically, it's the flu now. You just got to work your way through it. Yep. It's uh, it's definitely something's going around. We, yeah, we've it's got quite pretty a few bad. people out at the office, and uh, we had some people, uh, got some friends that have been battling something. So, yeah. Well, a week ago Tuesday when we called to get Annabelle in the first time, you, you know, Dr. Williams is so busy, you just couldn't even really work her in just to be faster or better just to go to stat care yep probably he knew what's going around he's right. not he's smarter than i am but he knows what's going around so just go down to stat care and get whatever medicine you need but that's uh i think it's went around pretty heavy around town and uh from what i've heard any any uh new food recipes or anything no you, you know what i didn't do anything other than a cornbread salad over thanksgiving which was really good. Basically, cornbread corn mix or kind of a cornbread cr- broke up into a salad, which was really good. But we just had the typical one day at one of Lisa's aunts. We ran over to her house without Annabelle because she was too sick. Uh, so we just ran over to her house so that I could have my turkey ham, mashed potatoes, you know, yeah. the, the, all we did, very yeah. standard. The one thing that baffled me was the price of a pecan pie. In in the Reesers in Langley, Oklahoma, the pecan pie was twenty six ninety nine for a twelve inch pie. So Reba had went to Sam's and at Sam's it was fifteen dollars wow. for a pecan pie. So pecan business must be flourishing right now. Is all I can figure. Now I know Reesers probably marks it up because they're way out there, kind of you guys are on an island down there in pecan right Alley. pecan country. Yeah, twenty six ninety nine. And I'm telling you, I brought it to multiple people's attention as they walked by. I go, hey, look what! Was it? And everybody there was like, well, we're not having pecan pie well, this I, year. I do not like pecan pie, so I was not aware of that. Didn't even well, it look is, at them. It so. is super expensive. And what about you? What was your Thanksgiving? Oh, we had some friends over Tuesday night, did a little get-together for that, and then uh, went over to the Kelly Sisters on Thursday. Um, we, we tried a TikTok recipe on Tuesday night, so we did a little theme party with some friends, and what we did was you had to bring a dish that started with the same letter as your first name. Okay. So I brought key lime pie. Okay. 
Um, Kelly, hey. <laughs> kind of, we kind of cheated on hers. We called it Kelly's <laughs> dip. We tried to dip. Um, <clears throat> we had uh, so a friend Paul brought a plate with uh, pepperoni, prosciutto, pepper jack, pepper jelly, all kinds of peas on it. But uh, we tried this dip. Saw it on TikTok. Both of us saw it on TikTok and thought thought it looked good. You uh, take some cranberries and and uh, kind of chop them up really fine in the food processor with uh, a ho- some jalapeno, some green onion, some cilantro. Then you mix in sugar and salt and kind of make a cranberry sauce kind of thing, and then put it on top of uh, some cream cheese and then dip crackers in it. Yeah, I love that. Wouldn't stuff. recommend that one though. That recipe was terrible. I only put half of the of the onion and cilantro that it called for because I thought it sounded like a lot. And that's all you could taste. It literally tasted like salsa. I like the jalapeno dip and on the cream cheese so, and all that. Yeah, this great. this just wasn't a good one. Wasn't a good don't, mix. Don't do that one. But uh, the the uh, the pinnacle of the uh, holiday weekend for us was, uh, from a family standpoint, was being over at Kelly's sister's. Um, apparently, my brother-in-law's side of the family has a flag football game every year. Yeah. So we decided to. You've never uh, been involved in it before. I've never been involved in it before. So I don't. I. I think they've only done it a few years. But yeah. uh, so we went across the street. They live over by South Middle. So we went across the street to the football field and had a little four-on-four flag <laughs> football tournament. Um, still recovering from that. Still uh, have some sore knees and. Uh, um, my uh, brother-in-law's brother-in-law was the only injury that I'm aware of. He he took a header into the ground and jacked his shoulder up pretty good, but uh, ended up we were my team was down six to two and came back in the second half and ended up with a seven-seven tie. <laughs> we just did a touchdown was worth a point. So, but that was uh, that was. So do y'all sit pinnacle. and watch football all day on Thanksgiving? I didn't really watch too much football. Uh, we watched a little bit of it, but uh, not not too. much. I was much. into the Cowboys game a little bit. The early game, I didn't. Detroit uh, should have won the ball game. Uh, which I always think it's if, if they have to play every Thanksgiving. It's, I'm sure if you live in the city of Detroit, it's just become a complete tradition. Correct. Yeah, they they played know. every year since every like year. they first started. Um, yeah, I saw a stat about that about how long ago it was, but. You know, I used to – I told the kids um, about watching Detroit, and I go, it's the only time I could see Billy Sims when I was a kid playing the NFL because we all loved Billy Sims, of course, when yep. I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, but Billy never played on TV in Oklahoma because he's in Detroit, and Detroit was terrible. And then later when Barry Sanders went up there, it was one of the few times a year that you'd definitely get to see Barry Sanders play again. So uh, – I generally watch the game just because of those two guys, and yep. I still miss Barry Sanders. <laughs> My goodness. Yep. No, I didn't really watch too much football uh, on, on Thursday. So um, we did – one thing I did want to mention is we tried uh, one of the new bars in town Wednesday night. We we ended up uh, – few of us were getting together at the library and and that turned into a whole bunch of people getting together and we kind of went and checked out some places so did Kelly you run out I, of room in the library is that uh, what? we started to but yeah um some people left and then some of us went down to the cellar the new place downtown so yep. uh went tried that out um i don't know yet where is it at it's i i don't remember to be honest. it's underneath oh my god uh, a hair you guys salon. how long was you at the library <laughs> um <laughs> It is. It's on Santa Fe. It's on though? Santa Fe. Okay. Yes. Um. It, yeah. It's on the west side of Santa Fe. It's down. 
It's called a cellar. You go down. Right. Um, it was full, <laughs> and they were going through some growing. They just opened, so not fair for me to judge it based on this. Uh, this and if experience. they were full, that would make it tough for anybody that's just opening. Yes. Yeah. So, I, for example, I ordered a gin and tonic. And I don't know what was wrong with the first two that she poured, but I watched her dump two of them out before she got the third one and handed it to me. So, again, it was very busy, just open. So we'll go. It, it definitely it was a cool place. Um, the The drinks I had were good. Everybody commented on that. So we'll we'll see how it uh, goes. But yeah, I'm looking forward to going back there again. So. You know, I'm I'm learning more and more about bartenders as I go. Uh, Annabelle, I mean, uh, Harper has started working for the country club in, in Stillwater. Okay. And uh, her first few weeks of work, they finally, they said just, uh, they're shorthanded as everyone else is. And they said, he, she said ladies would come in and order for lunch some sort of, let's just say a screwdriver. Okay. And they'll tell Harper. Harper says, well, uh, okay, I'll go get you whatever you want. And the people say, just make it for them. You just make it. And Harper goes, I don't know how to make, right. you know, I have no clue. And so basically, I think a lot of these kids now saying that these kids are dumping out the gin and tonic. Can you imagine just giving Harper a, hey, I want gin and tonic? She would not have one clue. Yep. And I think that's what kids get set up for. So she's having to go through now, now that I guess she's made it through that they're not going to fire. She has to go through a uh, training class right. to learn how to make all these different okay. kind of uh recipes uh, and and i wouldn't even know how you know i'm just a beer drinker yeah if you were to if i was to walk in and somebody say what is what's the name of something so give me a name of something old-fashioned and no clue <laughs> I, I would have no clue so i mean that's um yeah. i can see where you're at the very beginning of a new place yep because you're not going to get the best bartender in town no. when you first open yep. you're going to have to train those kids yeah, there's there was a couple there that i've seen the, the bartended at other places as well but there was definitely some some young kids yep. there. Uh, You're just so, learning on yep. the learning on the go. Yep. yep. No. And then Kelly and I went to Longhorns. Um, what was it? Would have been Friday night, probably. Uh, yeah, I think it was Friday night. But uh, probably the best service. Oh yeah. I've had in town in a long time. So I've never had a them. bad experience at so Longhorns. I have yet. a while ago. We quit going yep. for a while, but. Uh, Good, great food. Um, I always love the experience. Food. So you great, know, if it's service. real busy in there, there's it's kind of nice to set up at the bar and eat. If there's just a couple of two of you there, and a couple times I've went with just one more couple, and we've sat there at the yep. corner, easy to get a seat. They'll you've got a waiter the whole time that yep. waits on you hand and foot. So, um, pretty good deal. There they are good. There's another new one in town that the guys were talking about last night that I haven't been to. I guess Eric's open to the pickle or the. Oh yeah, I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Down on uh, yep. North Broadway. Yep. So just the grand opening was Friday. Yeah. When we went to the, so when we were at the library, yeah, I went there too many times this weekend. Um, <laughs> they, they were, they were, had some guest bartenders this weekend. Yeah. Um, that some people that had bartended in the past, but aren't bartending currently. Um, I think they were needing some help with the guest other place. Bartenders. So, uh, Isn't that funny? so yeah. Um, but since we did the last, uh, since we did the last podcast, we had the the Christmas parade. Did you? I know we've talked about that in the past. Did you make? It I down went there for down that? to the library myself the day of the uh, the day of the Christmas parade, and and uh, after sitting there and eating, um, 
we decided we might not go to the parade. And it was very cold that night. It was cold. Well, that it was night. the first time probably since the kids were, I would big enough to join dance back whenever Crystal had mm-hmm. her dance studio downtown. Mm-hmm. So many, many years back. First time we've not been in it. Um, well, we don't have a dance studio in. We, are, we aren't in a dance studio in Salina. So first time we haven't been in the parade in years. And usually I put in a uh, express little little uh, show too, but everyone was so busy this year. We, didn't, we just didn't do it. So I skipped it for the first time in many years. But I heard it's still a good turnout. Lots yep. of uh, lots of floats and events and yeah, we went. We ended up. We didn't. We weren't going to go to the parade. And then Kelly and I talked about going to Yaya's for dinner that night. And uh, I'm like, God, don't want to mess with downtown. But I looked online, and I could get a easy, easily get a reservation at Yaya's. So I booked a reservation. We got there, and there was not many people inside Yaya's. Huh. So we sat up at the bar and watched through the windows. So we got had a well, drink in our hand. Oh, it was worked out great. So you see how long the parade is there? It was over an hour long. Yep. So I'm going to so, tell you one of the things about being in the parade, and, and I've been in it the last two or three years through Express, and the price of candy. Now to make, I mean, if you're going to throw candy, which you almost feel like you're uh, uh, have to, but um, last year we were out of candy by the time we got to the Stiefel. And then the crowd was just it as big from the, the steeple way, yeah. all the way to the hospital, yep. and then you have nothing to hand out, yep. and uh, which is disappointing as you get to the end. But I mean, it would have been a three or four hundred dollar. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of candy. I guarantee it would have been at least yep. that if you looked at the price of candy at Sam's or anywhere. It's I. It, there was a lot of money thrown I, on the yeah, ground. I I'll guarantee imagine. you for everybody imagine, in town so. to have been I, in it. I will say that of the floats that I got really good looks at, and we did miss the first ten minutes or so of the parade trying to find a parking spot and, and getting into the restaurant and getting settled down. But uh, the float that I saw that won the parade for me was Salina Septic. So they had a truck. Uh, I don't even – I had a big tank on the back of it. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm guessing it goes – it's a big vacuum. and goes in and sucks the crap out of the, the porta-potties. But <laughs> Literally. There was a guy walking – they had lights and stuff on it. But there was a guy walking behind it holding a hose that came out of the back dressed as cousin eddie from christmas vacation <laughs> pretty so good that was a good one the people behind <laughs> us they did not get it they, oh. the lady was like that guy's in a bathrobe why is he in a bathrobe that's got to be cold out there now so. that that was the weekend prior to thanksgiving correct now, the following weekend we you guys here in kansas which i watched it in oklahoma had an exciting uh, football game did you go to that no you didn't go no so I'll tell where'd you, you why. Where'd you watch it at? I watched it at the library. Oh my God! Back at the library. <laughs> hey, we should. So, get, we probably should get half price drinks at least once for this hey, much uh, to, advertisement tag, of the I'll library. Tag Jason on this. Um, so there, there's 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 a few reasons going on here. So I didn't. I, I can do cold. Right. I can do wet. I cannot do cold and wet. No, I, it was. It, it was supposed to rain. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to say it because it's I can I'm free to say it now because a lot of people ask me why I wasn't going and I hesitated on my answer. Um, my answer was because I'm not going to to Manhattan this weekend because I'm planning on going to Dallas next weekend. Right. I didn't want to say that, especially to the KU fans ahead of time, because then they'll. And no matter what happens it. in Dallas, no, you could have lost and still went to Dallas though. After no, Texas, no, lost? we had to. No, Texas won. Oh, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we you, had to beat KU to, to go. Win. Yep. Now you're. 
the way I understand it, your guaranteed bowl game is Sugar Bowl, no matter what. I don't agree with that. See, that's, that's what that's they're what I was, saying. That, everybody, now, if you do get the Sugar Bowl, which I'm, I bet you that's 90% it's of what 99% it's going to be. It's 99% correct. But, yes. um, but I can tell you, you will not be disappointed. I went to the Baylor, Georgia, sugar, you know, the, the whole thing down there, didn't it? It's a different town when you have college people roaming the streets rather than complete partiers. Right. It's a different, you know, a different vibe. Yep. Whatever. Because you can go sometimes, and it's, it's not the Mardi Gras vibe and the wild throwing stuff, party stuff. It's actually two college teams that right. would be there. And it could be you in Alabama. It could be you and who knows. But I think the experience itself would be worth skip Dallas and go there well, or do both. Well, and, and <laughs> um, I'm not going to Dallas now. So the, the people I was, I was, I was going to go with are, are not going, they're not able to go after we, we, we had tentatively agreed to go. And that's why I did. I kind of skipped the KUK state game and um, some things kind of fell through, but uh, so going back to the library and watching the game. So yeah. that's been going on, I think four weeks now. Jimmy and I have, well, we've gotten together with other people, but we have gotten together and worn the same hoodie, and K-State's won every time we've done that. So you know Jimmy. He's got to keep on doing yep. it. Yep. So that's why, so he called me. Uh, You're stuck then. And asked about. I'd start praying for a loss. I, I was surprised Julie let, wanted to watch <laughs> it with me. So uh, so no, Kelly and, and myself and some other friends went down there. Morgan and Briley went down with us. And we watched Did you guys eat there, there too? So. We did. I'll I did you, not. I was things, so nervous that game. I did not eat at all. But one, one of the things did. that I can also brag on the library, they do have great. Uh, I like their wings and their BLT sandwiches and their hamburgers. Really good. Hamburgers are really good. Yep. yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I would normally have eaten there. Everybody else did. For I would just. You were nervous. There was so much on the line for K State in that game, and yeah. And I just I, I had a feeling KU was going to come out guns a blazing and throw everything they had at us, and, and uh, it was going to be a nerve-wracking game. Didn't turn out that way, but um, so let, let, since we're talking about football, let's, let's do a little football wrap-up. Um, well, let's talk about the conference in general, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into something um, I want to talk about uh, from, from last week. Well, is this, a, is this a, would be a, a standard year of someone would be undefeated and someone would be the next closest to him is a two-loss team? Um, in the conference, which would be you guys, and yep. then, then next to that's so a three, three loss team. Yep. In the in the past, it seems like the conference has had a no loss and a one loss, right. or a one loss a would bit be closer. Yeah. yeah, a little bit closer. The conference got kind of spread apart this year, where there was the top two or three, and then there's some awful pitiful teams. Correct. I, I would include Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yep. That and, and Oklahoma State may be more disappointing in the long term than Oklahoma to me. I felt like they could have made a different move with Spencer Sanders and the things that they did. They just didn't do it. I, yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I, I don't. I'm not on their message boards. Well, um, something I don't wrong. understand. So he, he now he did say in this weekend's. I, I, I listened to Gundy because I kind of like the dude, but he uh, he he threw it out. There's lots of injuries. He said we had tons yeah, of injuries they did. this year. But and uh, but there's other stuff going mm -hmm. on there. So I, I say this: I just had lunch in Oklahoma City today, and everybody sitting at the table I was with was Oklahoma State fans. So we had a conversation around been that. One shitty lunch. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of a good time. I like those <laughs> okay. Oklahoma State boys. So they were talking about the injuries, and we were kind yeah. of walk through that. But they're talking about so Spencer Sanders 
transferring. Yeah. From so to me, if he's transferring, it wasn't all about injury. Something else happened this season for him to transfer. I mean, he's been in Stillwater for what five years right. now. I mean, yep. what however long it's been, it's been a long time. So for him to transfer for his last year. To me, something happened there yep. that, that's causing that. Because if it's just injuries, then why? Then everybody you would presumably will be healthy next year. So why would he transfer if it? So and maybe it was the way the situation was handled. I don't know. Um, Have you? Did they say anything about coaching uproars or coaching? Just on the offensive line. Okay, that was nothing, the only. Nothing yeah, else. Charlie Dickey. But yeah. um, what what was interesting to me? So I went back preparing for this podcast and I went back and I looked at uh, the preseason polls and compared them because we've had conversations on this podcast about the experts and how incorrect they are. Yep. So uh, the preseason poll, um, and, and there's different ones that are a little bit different, but for the most part, they were Baylor, OU, Oklahoma State, Texas, top four. Yep. And the I, only I, one I, correct I, there is Texas me. at four. Texas at four. And I would agree with them. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season. Because yeah. and the f- thing is, after I saw our team and for three or four weeks, then I realized that's not but, a very smart. But that's decision. what I'm saying, Phil. I mean, <laughs> we would have agreed on that, but yeah. we were solely basing that decision on last last year. year's team. Yeah, and then I didn't realize that Oklahoma lost sixty percent of their roster, sixty percent of their stars, and both starting quarterbacks this past weekend that were at Oklahoma last year, phenomenal. I saw a rumor today that Rattler was. Entering the transfer portal again and maybe going to Nebraska with the new offensive huh. coordinator there under Matt Rule. Well, did you I, see I, how just well a rumor he, at this well, point? He's he's really played well so, the last yeah. few weeks, and I think he's a Beamer guy though. But he, I, I would be shocked. He's if he got would it, leave. But if he's transferring to another Division one school now, he's going to have to sit out a year because you get yeah. one free transfer yeah. and then you have to sit out a year. So I I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe, but I did see that. Well, literally Caleb, right before we got on here, so. I think Caleb Williams now is leading the Heisman talk, and. Um, and then Spencer Rattler's just – you see what he's done at South Carolina the last few weeks, and he's uh, – I don't know. He's, he's – uh, it, it shows you what we lost. Yeah. I mean, it changes our season with either one of those guys um, but compared yeah, to what we was, had. That was just interesting but, going back and looking at that. Where um, did they have K-State preseason? Where do you see well, them Well, it depends on, on what poll you look at. Um, and TCU. Where did they have – they yeah. certainly didn't have TCU in the Final Four in the uh, whole country. Hit, yeah, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Um, <clears throat> so, most polls had uh, K-State around six yep. and TCU around nine. Isn't that something? What what would make TCU blow up that good this year? I mean, I get and Dugan didn't Dugan even hasn't starting. been good. I well, mean, he wasn't he's been even a starting at the beginning of the year. Um, and you got a new coach coming in. Nope. I mean, you know, TCU obviously with you Gary know, Patterson there. I, I have no idea what their transfer portal looked like either. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, it could have been some. It's just I'm telling you, there's a transfer portal changes things. We'll get to basketball in a second, but your kid that had the heart attack has been playing phenomenal. Yeah. So you yeah. get a kid like him that could be the player of the year. You just don't know what you're getting sometimes in these transfer portal yep. deals. No, you're. Uh, so like I said, your your preseason top four: Baylor, OU, Oklahoma State, Texas. Ended up TCU, K State, Texas, Texas Tech. That was your top yep. four at the end of the season this year. Texas um, Tech, who's not KU very good. was picked tenth, finished seventh. <laughs> so I mean, shout out to them. Um, but yeah, you've got your preseason six versus preseason nine playing for the conference championship Saturday. Yep. So, um, and then well, we uh, or five and seven, it. depending on what poll you look at. So, 
couple couple interesting things um, before I get into a little rant. Um, some stats I saw were okay. So first off, who would have guessed Iowa State would be one and eight this year in the conference? Not me. I and, and that guy should have took a job whenever he had yeah. an opportunity <laughs> last year. His value just went. Yeah, his value went. So. Maybe they're going to look and go. Hey, Brock Purdy just was playing the other day in the NFL, and the kid for the Jets. What's yeah, his name? The running. Back. The running back um, was just. I mean, uh, he yeah. and and the and he had those two uh, tight ends that are both in the NFL now. So. so he lost a lot of talent, but whew, he must not have done a very good job of following up with more talent. Yep. No, definitely. And then, uh, so the Oklahoma State game that. K State one was at forty eight nothing or whatever it was. So that was the largest ever shutout win by a lower ranked team over an AP top ten team in history. I didn't hear who did you say this was? The the K State Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. so K State because yeah. K State was ranked lower. Oklahoma State was a top ten team. So that was the largest margin of victory um, in in a shutout win since they started doing the AP poll in nineteen thirty six. So that was a nice win for them. Of a top ten team, correct? Yeah. And then uh, the other stat I saw was uh, in the last five games for K-State, so Oklahoma State, Texas, Baylor, West Virginia, KU, K-State only allowed 15 points combined in the second half of those five games. Gets some pretty, pretty good, good teams. Pretty so good defense. Obviously yeah. can make some, some, some adjustments. Unfortunately, in one of those, we, let up, we had too many points in the first half. But uh, What is the line showing right now? TCU. Uh, I think it's two or two and a half ish for TCU, somewhere in there. So it's around just under a field goal. So maybe if you're if you're fourth ranked team in the country, you've ought to be favored by two and a half. So yeah, I could see it being going right down to it. So all right, so I'm going to rant. Take a, little, a couple huh? minutes. Um, if you are a KU fan, at this point, you should skip ahead and not listen to the next few minutes. Um, just stick around. Stick around. No, you can if you'd like. I haven't heard this I, yet I either. I, the, I have to listen to it, so you I do too. I will put the timestamp, though, in the uh, in the show notes so you know where you can skip to once this is done. So, um, first off, I want to say congrats to, to KU on a good season, going bowling. Everybody, nobody thought. I mean, everybody I talked to, including myself, said a four or five win season would be a huge win for KU. Nobody saw a bowl game coming. Right. So, and I do hope they put KU against Missouri in the Liberty Bowl. I think with the history of those two schools and where they're at. Speaking of that, did you see Drinkwitz show up for his press conference after they won that sixth game and became bowl eligible smoking a cigar? Is that right? Like, apparently that is Missouri's ceiling right now is just going to a bowl <laughs> game. So, yeah, he showed up for the press I'm conference I'm shocked they beat cigar, Arkansas. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would be a great bowl game. But uh, – a couple things I got to get off my chest here. So, I you know how I can tell we're doing well from K State standpoint um, when when the tweets start rolling in or texts from friends start rolling in after a game like we had Saturday. Um, I had a lot of texts come in. Hey, you're still down sixty five to forty nine in the all time series. Why do I give a shit about games that happened before World War II? Like. I mean, I get that, but is that really an argument? No. I mean, that's what I get. That's what comes back to me. 60, after what's the record? 65? And 65 and 49 is the all-time record. You know, you know I, I, I suppose you could go back in a 10-year, 15-year and look at it and go, okay. That's, that's about the length yeah. that I would say. I'd say my lifetime. I mean, since yeah, I've been lifetime, paying attention yeah. to it, we're 31 and 13. I mean, 
I, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I know how bad we were ahead, of, you know, before I, I went to those games. I mean, hell, you even go back 60 years, and it's 33-26-1 for K-State. I mean, but I don't but that's what they, they've got that number written down somewhere. You, you see it. You see it on. Uh, you see it on Facebook. You see it on Twitter. I had a couple of people text me. I mean, it it it's ridiculous. So, but yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm an, and I'm going to call out a couple of people on Twitter. It's not people that I know. So it's not. It's probably nobody listens to these this podcast for sure. <laughs> um, there's a gentleman named Braden Turner. I don't know whoever he is. Um, that he after K State. Beat the crap out of KU. He he posted on Twitter that KU is a better team than K State. He's convinced of that. <laughs> oh my god! So you got those kind of idiots, which I get it. You know, Twitter, the stupid people are always going to be on there. Um, well, and he could he could truly believe that. I, I got in his own, you know, red and blue colored. A, a gentleman named Dylan Lear also posted on Twitter. That KU lost because they cared more about the bowl game they were going to than to beat K State that week, and oh, they were sure. already on bowl sure. prep. Um, here's a better one. This is the this is the one that encapsulates my hatred. God, is that a right? I don't know if that's the right word, but my feelings towards KU <laughs> and the entitlement that I always say that. And and not I'm not I'm not saying all KU fans, but the the vocal people. Right. There's a guy on KU's rivals website that was asking if KU can refuse their bowl invitation to the Liberty Bowl. He wants to refuse the bowl invitation because he wants to go on the open market. Instead of going to a, a bowl game that the Big 12 is committed to, to vie for a better bowl game. He doesn't want to go to Memphis and freeze his ass off in December to a crappy town and a crappy stadium for their bowl game. He mm-hmm. thinks they can go on the open market and, and get a better game. really want them. They you haven't even... been to a bowl game in well, you, years. You know, your, crowd, your crowd follows great to away games. They don't even follow their own team at home great. It's basketball season. Right. Nobody's going to go to a, their no. bowl game. No. I, a very few, their families and grandmas will go to the bowl game, I would assume. He thinks that, yes, it'll piss the Big 12 off, but the Big 12's not going to oh kick them out God. because they have the only nationally elite program in the Big 12 with the KU basketball program. He's it, in. A, he's living in a dream world. He said he puts that out on Twitter. Or? His, his exact quote was, "It just seems that after 14 years of incomprehensible misery on the gridiron, we deserve a better fate than freezing our asses off in a drab, unsafe place like Memphis." Huh. That he needs to go to Memphis. Is Memphis isn't that bad. Yeah, that's terrible entitlement. So, but then, so then you got the uh, so KU's basketball team lost. Uh, to Tennessee, which I think Tennessee's underranked for where they're going to end up this season. But, uh, yeah, I, I dealt with a lot of crap talking after we <laughs> lost to Tulane this year, and KU was 3-0 and in football at the time. Uh, and then you send a text to somebody giving it back to them with K-State being 6-0 and or whatever they are in basketball and KU losing a game, and their feelings get hurt and they won't talk to you anymore. So um, Good. So, yeah, so – um. Well, we'll talk about this. How where we'll end up before? I mean, we'll have another podcast before uh, 
we know what happens with because I, I like I said earlier, I think K State win the Big Twelve championship or or lose in the Big Twelve championship game. I almost feel like either way they're going to the Sugar Bowl. And, and so uh, so tell and I haven't I haven't been paying attention to some stuff lately, and I've seen that too. Because so, TCU will automatically not go to the Sugar Bowl because they'll be in the playoffs if they win. If they win, hundred percent agree with that yeah. statement. So if if K State were to beat TCU, I have to assume that's going to knock them out of the playoffs. So why would TCU not go? Because that's the top Big Twelve bowl. Because the Fiesta Bowl is one well, of the because playoff they picked games. The Big Twelve champion though that would go to the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl okay. is the person who's the uh, match okay. of the Sugar Bowl with the other person. Okay. And so you, since they can't go to the Sugar Bowl, you guys would be runner up. You'd have to go. So I, I think it's. Yeah. I think okay. it's well, that makes sense. Then, yeah, you. I guess that makes sense. And it's not. I'm telling you, if I had a choice to go to any of the bowl games, I would rather go there. The stadium itself is not great. That's yeah. the only downplay. But the, uh, the other parts of it, you'll eat better. You'll. <laughs> I just, I, yep. I just would enjoy it there more than anywhere. And you're most likely going to have pretty decent weather too. Well, I saw that every flight from a week so they're playing that game on New Year's Eve the day of New Year's Eve on the 31st I saw that every flight out of Kansas City and Wichita to New Orleans for four or five days out from that game are already booked solid you can't get really? a seat on them so you'll have so, to fly in north of there well or, or they'll they, sometimes they add flights uh, southwest added, yeah they'll, they'll do add. that a lot where they'll add a flight pretty quick so well, we've gotten into basketball season as well, and everybody's everybody in the Big Twelve has looked pretty good. I felt like if you're done talking about football for a minute, yeah, no, um, uh, let's go. I, you know, I'm I'm still almost where I was at. <clears throat> um, Oklahoma and K State, okay, State hasn't lost a game yet, but in my mind, they really haven't played anybody yet either. Not anybody, no ranked teams anyway. Uh, and and you know what's I look at their schedule right now. K-State could go into Big 12 play undefeated because they really don't have anybody else left on the schedule. They're playing Butler and Wichita State, which are both down. They're not very right. good. And then you look at who else we've got left to play before the first game, I think, is uh, January 2nd, break, breaks off Big 12. But K-State could very easily go into it undefeated. They could. I mean, uh, LSU um, was a decent team. Um, I mean, they're not where they have been. They got to have a new coach, and they did have some transfers – um, but yeah, I mean, that, unfortunately, to your point, the the schedule hasn't been great. Can't do anything about that. Those, no, those just beat who's but I will tell you, with Bruce Weber as our coach, we would maybe be five hundred right now. We would not have <laughs> we would not have won some of those games. I mean, the the was it the Cal game? We probably wouldn't have beat. We wouldn't have beat LSU for sure. I'm trying. There was another game we we went into overtime in that Cayman Islands tournament. But yeah, I mean. We would we would be maybe five hundred at the best, probably not even five hundred. So well, I think the guy that you talked about early has been the what's his name, Joe. Which one? The the kid for that had the heart attack. Oh, uh, oh, Joe Le, Joe Lane. Yeah. Or Joe oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Um, it, yeah, the guy from Florida. Yeah, he's he's been Ke really good. Keontae Johnson. Sorry, yeah. I was drawing a blank there. He uh, he's been really good, and uh, yep. And that same thing I said about the Oklahoma kid that transferred in. He's been good for Oklahoma, and uh, they did. We lost the first game of the year by one point, and since then we've played pretty well overall. The Groves brothers have played well, but I look at the rest of the league now. At, like I said, we haven't played anybody, and we don't play a ranked team until the tenth uh, of December. We play Arkansas. Um, 
some of the other people around the, the conference that I thought were the best, particularly Texas, um, which I think is really good. Yeah, now they're they, going to be good this year. We'll find out more this week. They play Creighton and Illinois, which are both in top 20. But they hammered Gonzaga. Now, Iowa State hammering North Carolina was a shocker to me. Uh, I don't know that they're that good. Yeah. But they're but but that's a shocker. Yeah. Um so so some of those teams have played legitimate ranked teams pretty good right. and I kind of can see where they're at. I really don't know if I know where K-State or Oklahoma's at yet. Not yet. Yeah. I would uh, agree. Until they run, start running up against them a little bit better, but Iowa State being number 1 is something to It's funny that they they beat number 1 the very next day, play number 20 and lose, lose bad yeah. to yeah. UConn. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, um, well, and I was trying to look it up. I can't find it, but maybe I'm looking at the wrong place. One of the things when we talked a few weeks ago about kind of the preseason for the college basketball was TCU being ranked as high as they were, and that yeah. they got to prove it to me because, yeah, they've got a lot of returning players, but they these guys haven't been used to winning. I don't know that they have the coach that can do it there. And then they came out and lost – two games to unranked teams right out of the gate. So, TCU? Uh, yeah. I, I oh, know, I thought they just lost the one to Northwest I know, I State. I thought there was a second one. Maybe, they beat, maybe they not. They beat Iowa, who's ranked 25th at the time, pretty easy. Um, I don't know. They, they've they played a little better. I, it's, have you heard before of or LSU played them, you played them, and we oh, played. I know what it was, Phil. They barely beat Arkansas Pine Bluff by one. Okay. They should have. That's what it was. That was the other one, and that's early. Of. And they lost Northwestern State by Correct. one. Um, but have you seen this Kansas City team? Y'all beat them. Um, yeah, UMKC. We play yeah. them in another week or so, and then I looked up their schedule day because I've never seen Kansas City ruse before. Right. Are they just Division One, new Division? No, one? they've been there they've for. Been? It used to be UMKC, University of Missouri, Kansas City. Now they're just now they just KC. call themselves Kansas okay. City. Yeah. That's where I yeah. kind of threw me off of this Kansas City ruse. No, but they uh, they must have been taking some paychecks from people because they went and played some tough people yep. on the road. Yeah, so they must be trying to make a little money. They're in the same division with like Oral Roberts. Correct. That, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's that's part of it, right? I mean these teams can go out and and make the money, but it's also um, if you look at the teams they're playing, while they're good teams, they're, most of them are here in the Midwest, and I think part of that is a lot of their players are from this area, yep. so they can go they're play in, in front of their you know their home crowds and have a lot of relatives and stuff like that to come to those games and uh, and watch them play. So yeah, I mean, but. Honestly, I mean, when you look at your league, go out and get some experience against some of those good teams. It's it it sucks when you go get your ass kicked all the time, but it's it can help it, I, as I long as you it, don't lose the guys them. in the locker room. Yep. and you keep them positive and you keep them playing hard, it's gonna it's gonna pay off in in at the end of the season for sure. So, well, my top four still, I kind of ran down through them: Kansas, Texas, Baylor, TCU. They've all played ranked people. They've all beat ranked people. Kansas lost to. Uh, Tennessee, of course, but did turn to beat Duke. They've still got another ranked team to play, but Kansas is going to be fine. I think Texas ranked number two in the country right now. They're going to be really good. Yeah, they're not number two in the country. <clears throat> no, but I mean they they're ranked. They're they're, they're ranked not there, the second best team in the country. No, no, I don't. But think they're so going to be good. They're going to be a top 10, 15 beat, team. Having beat uh, Gonzaga and yep. beat the people the way they we'll see this week. They'll play Illinois and Creighton. I think potentially on the road. Um, Baylor lost to that Virginia team who's kind of – I think this. 
you can do this with kids. They had to be on some kind of emotional roller coaster whenever they canceled the game before because of the killing of mm-hmm. the student athletes, and um, and then came back and played them the next game as their yep. follow up game. So I don't know. I think you can get make kids' emotions play a lot into how well they play, and well, maybe that's why Baylor lost to Virginia because they turn around the next day and beat UCLA pretty easy. I think, so. and I and I didn't watch any of that game, so I I don't know that this is the case. But I've said this about Bill Self for years. I think there's some of those games where KU knows that they're going to win early in the season, where when you look at some of the lineups that he ends up putting on the court at times, it almost feels like he's trying to make the game close to get something out of it (laughs) and have to fight back. I'm trying to think who KU was just playing. I was over at Buddy's house watching it a couple Fridays ago, um, and it's like, what is – it was a close game. It went right down to the wire, and KU almost lost it. Um, and you're looking at the lineups with like four minutes to go in the game, and KU's down to this nobody team. And you're like, what is he doing right now? What What is this lineup? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I think he does uh, he's that. for the tournament. And then, and then he gets, you know, a couple minutes left in the game. Then he puts the guys in, and they end up winning yep. the game by 10 or so. But um, Well, we're a month away from where it really gets fun. You get into the league. You know? I think, um, un- unlike football this year, where I thought this was probably the weakest football conference the Big 12's had in some time, yeah. I think this will be the best basketball conference I like the Big everybody. 12's had in a long time. I like it. I, I like a ton. I mean, if your number one's beat in the – your number one team in the country's been beat by a Big 12 team. Your number two team in the country's been beat by a Big 12 team. Yep. You're – You've you've beat ranked. I I think everybody's just really good. Oklahoma State has played well. The same kids that we talked about a couple podcasts ago are the ones so far. But it really does change when league starts, though. We'll, we'll find out where because, like I said, Oklahoma hasn't played anybody. I mean, yeah. we I don't know. We we might just get drummed. I think we open up with Texas maybe, and we might just yeah. get beat by forty. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I. I I, I think Big 12, and I was going to tell you the other day, uh, me and Kevin will write each other about, hey, what do you want to talk about this week? And one of the things I put on there was old Big 8 basketball. <laughs> um, it's a whole nother day. We can get into it yeah. when Big 12 starts. But I think that I – going through the Michael Jordan days of basketball, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, all those guys, I feel like I lived through the glory days of the NBA, the, my funnest time to be – I also feel like I lived through the glory days of the Big Eight back whenever yeah. – before this league, he's saying it's the best – it is the best Big 12. It does not compete with the best Big Eight. Oh, yeah. The best Big Eight ever was unbelievable. And we, you all guys all know it. And maybe we'll just we'll, – if you don't mind, we'll spend a podcast maybe just kind of looking oh, back. Oh, those were the good old looking days. Looking back at the yeah. – just the coaches themselves. Well, I can't name every coach and- in the league right now. I could oh, then. Yeah. No, and we've we've talked about the coaches before. Yeah, they're um, unbelievable. And, and the coaches that the Big Eight used to have, and and those games. I mean, it was. Oh yeah, and the only well, you know, the, I, I don't know Colorado's coach, but I could name the rest of them. And I, I, Ricardo Patton, I remember. I don't remember how far back he goes, but I can name all the rest of them in like the late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah, I could too. There, there was a. Uh, we'll do it when one of the up. What, I think when the Big 12 starts, I mean, yeah, when, when the conference starts, we can get into a little talk about the conference, the old conference and the new conference, and the way it's going to change again when Oklahoma and Texas leave. I mean, it's, you're, 
We're basketball's leaving too, which sucks. I mean, look at us now. Where, where can I go to a basketball game? Yep. Closest place I'm gonna go to yep. a basketball game. I got to drive all the way to Arkansas to go to a way ball. Game. I mean, yep. it's, that's what sucks about it is the regional fans are going to get screwed. Yeah. Um, but that's not anything that president thought about. President of the they college. They don't care about that. I no. mean, yeah, and that's uh, we we've talked about the realignment stuff, and that's the that's what sucks. I mean. I, I, I still don't understand the monetary side of it. I have to think these athletic departments are going to end up spending more money for the travel of the other sports yep. that, that they don't have to do right now. But that's what sucks about it. Like the, like the KU-Missouri rivalry, every KU fan will tell you they miss that so much. I miss Nebraska. I, I miss the rivalry games playing against oh, I Nebraska so. with K-State. I, I, I miss Nebraska. So, I mean, Nebraska used to be the, you know – Bedlam's a dual end respect. For at least where you a while. guys probably didn't like Nebraska. We had this big dual respect for them. Loved them. Loved them coming to Oklahoma. We people loved going up there. Everybody. I mean, you usually were playing for the Big Eight golf championship right. at the time, and even Big Twelve later. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's going to be gone. And it's, but it's like you said, it's regional people like me who I would not mind going to an Oklahoma State game and watching OU. I've went several since I've lived here several times over to your place and watched OU lose. I've went to KU and watched us lose. You know, you'll follow. Right. That following is over. Correct. I'm not – I mean, yeah. the but only people that's going to be able to follow them are rich people. But you follow them, <laughs> but yeah, because it's a couple hours away and yeah. it's not difficult to get to. Right. I mean, like you said, I mean, your closest is if, if when they play Texas. And, Arkansas. And Arkansas. Uh, and and Louisiana wouldn't be too far away. But outside of that, I mean, you're talking a long, long ways. Tra- it's a flight every time. Well, and – the way the game's set up, playing on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights right. sometimes. I mean, used to, I could leave here, run down to Norman, watch a game. I can definitely leave here on a Tuesday night and get over to K-State and watch a game. You ain't getting to Arkansas nope. on a Tuesday night. You're yep. not getting to Florida or wherever. Yep. And so that's what's going to suck about the whole thing, and everybody already knew that. But yep. Well, and I'm going to hit the OU game in Norman this year because it's going to be my last chance It'll be to close. go. Yeah. So. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens there. Uh, so. What else, what else you got? What We got about about 15 minutes or so before the hour's still up. Have I got a tweet minutes. of the week I want to hit. but Why don't you hit um, it? I, I want to get mad at okay. our government. Because I, I, haven't, I haven't done this tweet of the week. It's going back to KU because I, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, and I, I had it because I had it at the end of the, of the, of the podcast. But um, uh, there's a, <laughs> a gentleman on Twitter that if you uh, want some laughs, you should go check him out. His name is Jayhawk Takeover. This actually was a tweet from a year ago, but it just <laughs> got revisited here in the last week. So on 11-27 of 2021, he tweeted, Listen, the next few years are going to be terribly painful for KSU football fans. He said this a year ago. You are eroding into a Ron Prince situation, only slower. And this time, KU is going to put their boot on a throat and never let up. <laughs> I remember you reading this <laughs> a year ago. So I might bring it up again next year. But uh, Do you have any fear wrong. of your coach going anywhere or leaving? Or I, I mean, is, I, I've heard people say that the only job he would take would be Iowa. So if, since, you know. since and and you brought this up, so Mr. Jayhawk Takeover two weeks ago also tweeted that climbing to Nebraska is imminent. Oh yeah! Every time he posts something like that, then he deletes his account for a while. And do you like so. the co- the higher rule 
I I have nothing against it, I suppose, because he did do a great job at Baylor when he was at Baylor. Um, he did a terrible job in the NFL, but that's no right. that's nothing that's, to do with college that's football. Common. I mean, yeah, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban. I, I mean, I hope for Nebraska's sake that it works out, but it feels to me like Nebraska has turned into the place to go die. I and I don't know I, how you're going to change that. I, I I don't know that I would say that. I think I mean you you think about Nebraska over the years. I think you have to have a good fit to start with. I can't explain Scott Frost. He's an anomaly to me. I thought that was a home run hire for them. I'm going to give you some. But Mike Riley sucked at Oregon State. Why would Nebraska want him? Bill Callahan has never really been a good coach in the NFL. I mean, he had one good season with with the Raiders. I don't understand that hire. I mean, Pelini was doing well. They fired him because they didn't like the way he acted. Didn't like his personality. I mean, this goes back to Solich, and I think it's funny. You get what you get when a ten and one team isn't good enough, Nine and, and two. you fire or Nine whatever. and two yeah. wasn't good enough. So, but I, I think Matt, I think Rule's a good hire. It might, and I've said this on this podcast many times. You're only as good as those coordinators. I mean, you can be a great coach, yep. but you've got to have those good coordinators that are out recruiting and know what they're doing. So I, I will hold out my, my opinion until I, we see. I hope but. the best for them because now I have read now, and I've watched, I don't know if you get this, but on my YouTube channel, I get Nebraska post-game shows mm-hmm. and, and, and coaches' shows. So I've watched the coaches' show several times, and particularly I watched it the two or three weeks after Frost was fired. Those guys – Almost to a man said that Frost was late for practice yeah. every day. No. Frost was yep. lazy. You didn't see that. And they on were a regular happy press that he wasn't the coach anymore. Right, they and said, that really surprised. Well, me. they they were saying like even coming to practice, we didn't even have a schedule of what we're doing today, and people would just be wandering around not knowing what's going on. Well, that's not a great a head coach. Yeah, can you imagine a day that you yep. showed up at a Bill Snyder? practice yeah. and didn't know what was yeah. going on i yep. mean you would and that's why his yeah like you said that's why his coordinators yep they probably knew you got to have this this, this. yeah so go, going so back that to your shock me go there. back to your original question with Kleiman. yes i'm concerned but it would ha- there's only a couple jobs that i would potentially be concerned about i'm not as concerned as i normally would be in this situation because he's very close to k-state's athletic director they're very good friends. He's getting paid now. I mean, he's making five plus million dollars a year now with the extension they just signed to yep. him. So he's making money. Um, he's not the next to last in the Big Twelve anymore. And I mean, he's in his mid to late fifties. I want to say. I mean, he, this is yeah, this be could his be last a job. Place not, to hang on. Right. Did you so. see? Do you see yourselves? In I know it sounds like bragging on OU in Texas, but honestly, with OU in Texas leaving. To me, why would you not stay? Because you could take, you could do a two, three, or four year run of playing for in the championship game for the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, no. So I mean, that would be your thought. That's kind of what I look at Gundy, and I'll go. Gundy ain't going nowhere because he probably thinks he should have a two or three year run because his true nemesis is leaving, whether he likes us leaving or not. He should be the happiest guy in town that we're leaving. Yeah. Well, um, I, I tell you this. I, I mentioned this to you, too, and I, I'll, I'll just take a couple seconds here. Um, I was looking at some TV numbers this season because I was curious with OU Texas leaving and, and Big 12 here recently signing their new TV contract, kind of what that looked like. So the OU Texas game this year had 3.36 million viewers. 
The K-State Oklahoma State game had 3.38 million viewers. So and I, and I get there were some challenges around OU Texas game this year, but um, yeah, I was surprised One of the that, that, that sucks it drew is more. It's always an eleven o'clock game. Right. That's what. And I love those games. I, I you, if you have to play them every single week, you wouldn't. I hate going to. I I, I, I say those numbers to say when you look at what time those games were. To your point, Big Twelve can still draw good TV numbers. When they're given the prime slots on yeah. TV, yep, the, those weird well, times. Sign with the right people. Is be tough, we so. got stuck with eleven o'clock games for week after week after week in the last two or three years. It was one of the big complaints and one of the reasons we said we were leaving. Yeah, because Big Twelve right. keeps sticking us at the eleven o'clock games, and our fans hate it. You, every now and then, that's okay, but for me, an eleven o'clock game. Say if I wanted to watch a Friday night football game in Salina. My kids are playing, and I need to be to the game the right. next morning at 11. It's yeah, almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, bagging on Texas, though, here's another stat I saw this week that you'll laugh at this one. So, same deal. Obviously, Texas let, let Mac Brown go. He wasn't good enough, right? Yeah. So if Texas never let Mac Brown go, and, and so for these past nine years when they've had other coaches, if he would have replicated his nine worst seasons at Texas – over these last nine years, Texas would have 18 more wins with Mac Brown and his nine worst seasons than they have today <laughs> with the coaches they have. That does not 18 me. more wins. They've got, a, they've got a culture problem outside of the football stadium, I think. There, there must be something really wrong with uh, – Oh, I saw – maybe KU is going to the Big Ten, by the way. Have, have you have you've heard No, I haven't heard oh, that. Okay. Well – because your mark apparently has been talking to uh, Gonzaga about joining the Big Twelve, so um, maybe Ku is really leaving. Why else would he be looking at another school without a football program? <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. Sorry. All right, go on. You wanted to talk some politics real quick. Oh no, you know what? I'm going to save the main politics. I'm going to tell you what. I, what would, I'm going to ask you some numbers and just see what is wrong with the soul of America right now. Like I feel like we're in a virtual battle in America to to uh, stop this crime wave. And I don't know how you stop yeah. this major crime wave. That's, and I, I want you to just guess, and anybody out there, just try to think of these numbers. I'm only talking about mass shootings, just mass shootings in America since, what's the date today, 22nd? Oh, 29th. Uh, 29th, I mean, 11 days ago. 11 days ago from today. How many people do you think have been killed in mass shootings? I have no idea. In America? Yeah, I have no idea. Now, this idea. is mass shootings, not a one-on-one shot guy, because there's no telling how many right. more all over the... I mean, thousands. 32 people have been killed in oh, the Oh, I last... would have guessed way more than that. This is in mass shootings. I've been right. In Walmarts and in the right. LGBTQ bar and things yeah. like that. 32 have been killed just in the last, what do you say, uh, 11 days? Okay. 76 injured. And they're in and they're in places like Walmart. Right. Seven killed in Walmart. So yep. today, some of the ones filed a lawsuit, fifty million dollar lawsuit against. And I'm not saying you know I'm, I'm not against guns or anything right. like that. But I'm, but there's there's some mental health problems in this right. country that's got to be fixed because right. it's not. I don't think it's a gun problem. Yeah, it's I would a agree. Complete because at the same time you can ban the gun and those poor people up in Idaho, those kids that were stabbed to death while they slept. Yep. That's all it takes. Go to England and find out how they're killing each other in England. They do it with a knife. They don't need yep. you don't need a gun. 
Well, yeah, um, and and I've I, I've got some things I've I've collected because at some point I do want to get into the gun control conversation. But I would agree with you that it, it's not a gun. It, even if you ban guns, if if you want a gun, you can get a gun. You'll find a gun. I mean, you're not going to be able. Oh, to you, it'll be rid. banned from people like me and you, and the crooks but will still have guns. I, I agree. I mean, I don't know if it's. I mean, some people blame it on the video games. Uh, obviously, there's some mental health issues. Um, you know, we we talked with I the girls see video about the stuff playing here, into it a tiny here bit here in Salina recently at Salina South with yep. the two incidents that they've had. Uh, it, it definitely, uh, you know, over the and and I don't know if it's. They see it more, so they think they can do it because it's happened more than. than I never usual. really did follow up on the Walmart one. Was the guy kill himself at Walmart? Do you remember the story? That this there's is, been this so is many. The sad thing is, there's been so many. Right, you're almost you just, desensitized. You do. From it. You become numb from them. The one, the one in the club in um, Colorado Springs, you know, that killed five and mm-hmm. seventeen, just went into the bar. They call it a hate crime. Well, was the Walmart? A hate? I mean, it's it just is he what was a it target is. Target guy. He didn't like Walmart. Yeah, that could be it. But you, <laughs> but you go through the where these things are happening across the country, and no one is exempt from it. Right. I mean, that the the Walmart was uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. Who's mm-hmm. going to think in Chesapeake? Everybody yep. should be happy. Tallahassee, Florida had one. New Orleans had one. Mobile, Chicago. There's been a couple in Chicago, I think, and a couple in Philadelphia over this little time frame. But also, last week, did you see the one in Hennessy, Oklahoma? At one of the marijuana farms? I did not. Execution style. Goes in and kills, shoots five, kills four, all execution style. A um, Chinese, Nate, or what do you call them, a Chinese international killed other Chinese that are here running our pot farms in, in Oklahoma. That's what they asked for whenever they opened up pot farms for everybody in the world and they started coming over. There's so much illegal stuff going on in those pot farms and the money being made by those pot farms that i'll guarantee you they'll kill each yeah. other over over that stuff and it's but hey you ask for it you, yeah. you just you can't give more license to than what's i think paul told me one time there was like five times more license in oklahoma than the rest of the country or something oh, wow. like that it's just unbelievable just that it was just the old wild west so everybody could come and grow pot well now it's turned into they don't know how to manage it. Right. And we've talked about this before yeah, a couple well, of years ago on a podcast. They still haven't figured out how yeah, to manage well, it. I guess an example of what not to do is the other states yep. start to legalize it. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's that's the, to me, that's the most sad thing of all of this is these mass shootings have become everyday life. You're so de- desensitized yes. from it that I, I'll be honest with you. I vaguely remember hearing about the Walmart one. But it's no big deal, ago. is it? It's no big I don't, deal. I didn't. I just skipped yeah. on and went to something else. Right. And- you know, I probably what the most heartbreaking one of all of them for me is the college kids are out having a good time and somebody snuck into their house. I literally do not know how there wasn't more. I mean, right now there's no, there's not even a suspect yet in Idaho. Uh, but a boyfriend and girlfriend or two of them that got killed and were in bed together. I don't know how he killed both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, and not leave any evidence right. or whatever. I just can't get it. Um, I could see kids going to sleep and somebody sneaking in. I, I could see how it happened, but you talk. I was just reading the the parents, you know, the parents themselves today, and they said we we sent our daughters away to college and we didn't expect to get them home in an urn, you know. Right. And it's, uh, I think the madness we as Americans uh, overall just we yeah. need to get mad at somebody or, or 
we got to change how we are well, raising kids. And, we and change. we've talked about this, Phil, and I think that part of this goes back to the the social media thing and and these algorithms that these companies are using to feed you the news. They know what your beliefs are. They know what you like. So the more that you g- look at that stuff, and it's all stuff that that is right along with what you believe, that makes you so adamant that your opinion, and, yep. and obviously this is more politics than anything, but I think it, it relates to everything in life. Your viewpoints are the only correct viewpoints. We can no longer sit down and have a conversation on two sides of an argument because you've convinced yourself from everything you've read that your opinion is the right opinion. Yep. And and going to the the hate crime in in uh, Colorado with the with the uh, with the bar there. I mean, these people get convinced that that their opinion is the only right opinion, and they take matters into their own hands. And unfortunately, that usually means somebody's going to die. Yep. Yep. And and you do. It does start at the top. And you, whether you want to blame Trump for. Uh, and, and the Democrats have been blaming Trump for mm-hmm. starting hate speech. He didn't start no. hate speech. That's been around a long time. Yeah. They can throw all the arrows they want and start saying it's the other way. It comes from both sides. Yeah. It's just as horrible from one side as it is the other. Just, you know, Trump was seen as an illegitimate president. He did not win the presidency. Now, whenever the, now whenever, and, and this was by multiple media outlets, you know, back when he won the presidency in 16. Multiple outlets came out, including Hillary Clinton, that it's illegitimate. You know, it's this. This is not real. Blah blah blah. Well, now you know. Whenever, whenever the, a Republican said that out in Arizona last week, that hey, this is they're calling it an election denier. Correct. Election denier. Yep. All of a sudden, now you're an election denier because you don't agree with what I agree with. But right. That lady called him out and said, "You want to talk about election deniers? I'll give you the whole list. I mean, look what y'all did to." To Trump for four years. Yep. Well, I, uh, you know, speaking of that Mariposa County and all the crap that's gone down down there with elections, this is I saw this this comment and it made me laugh. And and I'm paraphrasing. This was not the exact comment because I don't have it written down or in front of me. But it said something to the effect of, "When the lottery does a Powerball jackpot and they pull seven balls out of thin air, yeah, within minutes." They know how many winning tickets there are, where those winning tickets were sold, to the store yep, and all of the United States. But yet, when we have an election that we prepare two years for, yep. a month we later, to... we still don't know who won some of these. No, it's a joke. It's a Hey, and you know what it's going to do to kids like my son, Hal, and, and, and many others? They yeah. don't believe in the system yeah. anymore. No. The system is completely broke. Honestly, broke. they shouldn't. No, they don't. I mean, Hal said it's a yeah. joke anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're going to pick who they want to win. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I don't care if you're talking about the Republican side or the Democrat side. Somebody's out. There. It's, yeah. it's almost a pre-chosen thing. Yeah. It's going to be picked. And that's the way kids are looking at it. That Maricopa County, whatever, out there, if you haven't watched some of the hearings that they're having for the people mm-hmm. who worked in them that said even during the training days, when they were training us how to use this, none of the machines worked. Yeah. And they said, I just ignore that. Yeah, and the people are up there telling them this is what literally happened. I worked there. Yeah, and and what do we get from it? Nothing. Just hey, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and justify it. Boom, put a stamp on it, and we're done. It's. I mean, I I truly believe America's just we're in trouble. Well, we got we're in a old, lot of trouble. We all got the old Herschel Walker uh, 
runoff election coming up here next yep. week. So, <laughs> and you know what they do for poor old Herschel, and I don't care which one of them guys win. Though you can't call it racist; they're both black guys, yeah. so you, you can't be race, right? Yep. Um, but that's what they'll try to spin it some way or another. But they have blasted Herschel Walker for every thing he's done for 40 years and then they'll say but don't talk bad about people and don't be throwing <laughs> stones but they just they make Herschel Walker's life miserable yep. they have for for a month now and it's I I oh politics is just about driving crazy but the truth is go take away politics and just go somehow even starting in our school systems where maybe we can start being alerted the Somebody's got to know that somebody's sick enough that they can go in and just blast people away or stab people yeah. to death. I mean, there's got to be something well, out there that's got to change this every, world, and it may just be God needs to change it, I it, guess. Yeah, and, I, and I don't know the answer to this, but, I mean, almost every one of them, after it happens, then you start hearing about, you know, well, you know, so-and-so called the police on them at one point. Or, yeah, yeah when you go back and look at their social media posts, you can see that, yeah. Something was going to happen. Like it's easy to go back and and you know hindsight's twenty twenty. We've all heard the statement, but it's interesting to me how with with some of the tools and stuff that we have available to us, we can't correlate some of that stuff and and uh, try to figure this stuff out a little sooner than uh, than we do. So, well, my my thing that hurts me for to be uh, be an American is whenever you put in, just put mass murders, type in your thing and put mass murders in India, mass murders in China, mass murders in Russia even. We lead the world by far. So what does China not have that the United States has? What do they not have? Social media. Right. They don't. They don't have it at all. Right. They're, they're ban- well, I shouldn't but say But they are all, they but. are upset about their COVID restrictions yeah. right now. As a, and, you know, rarely in China does the entire country revolt. They'll have little small revolts in a certain area because of maybe work conditions or whatever. But rarely do they stand up completely against the communist president. And on this one, it's pretty widespread. The entire country of China mm-hmm. is demanding that he step down or quit yeah. the Z- – I mean, they have zero COVID rules like you – you can't leave your home. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying it. I mean, you're talking about countries that don't have social media, and when you look at our mass shootings, I would be willing to bet you there's a correlation oh, between I think, I think when MySpace a- and Facebook and Twitter started um, versus when some of these mass shootings started to pick up in frequency. So, all right. Well, we're well over an hour now. Um <laughs> Anything? We kind of went off on some tangents there tonight. Anything else? Uh, no, you know what? I, I didn't even get into. There's other things that I just... It, go on TikTok and just try to watch some of the... Follow, follow some of the hearings that we have over Ukraine and things like that, which I'll get into more later, more later. But America is vastly supporting the war in Ukraine, which is a losing battle. Russia could win tomorrow if they wanted to. But we're... We've given over 70, almost 70% of all the money given out of American taxpayers' pockets. The EU's not taking care of it. France, Poland, Germany, uh, all them, they're giving little debt. Why is it so much more important to us than it would be to people in the Europe? There's something wrong with our government to be involved in it. It's ridiculous. If you take that hundreds of billions of dollars that we've spent over there and use that, which it's money we don't have to start with, and we all right, know that. Right. But if we're going to spend it, 
Go down and look at the homeless do downtown with that Salina money in the United yeah. States of America. Have versus, you seen the homeless in downtown yeah. downtown Salina yep. and back in behind, maybe over towards the park? Yep. Some of the guys were just talking about yesterday. They said there's a whole encampment down there yes. at this point. Yep. Um, yeah. Watch the city commission meetings. There's people talking about it all the time, saying we we got to find something. But we'll send. Let's so. just send more money to. Ukraine, but I mean, who are these people? I mean, where are they yeah. coming from? I, I mean, I'm not going to probably go down there and shake their hands and find out who they are, which maybe we should, but uh, but I hate to see even Salinas becoming yep. that. Yep, no, it has for sure. So, all right, all well, right. well, that well, is a, a lot of tangents. That's, and a, that's a crappy way to end it. Hey, I'll, I'll get <laughs> I'll end it on a high note. One more stat I saw Patrick Mahomes has thrown 100%. Of the number of touchdown passes that Troy Aikman threw in his career, but in 41% of Troy Aikman's games. That's it's a different a, offense. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have Emmitt Smith he back there Emmitt running Smith. the ball. <laughs> well, he doesn't have that. Which I'm going to tell you something. His offensive line is close to that Cowboy offensive line. That uh, Man, I've said this before. If Barry Sanders could have had Emmitt Smith's The Kansas City Chiefs' line, offensive line. I'd run what behind. What that guy would have done in his NFL career. Yeah, Holy crap. So, all right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back again in a couple weeks, right before Christmas. Yeah, that's right. So, Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.